Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, Michael. On the shortest day of the year, we gather again here. And, and, and days are going to get longer now. Yes. Isn't that just the most wonderful, exciting thing that's going to happen until March? <laughs> yes. Mm. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Very exciting. And I don't know if you've been uh, following along with it, but the moon continues to be yes. rather foolish and yes. um, mm-hmm. absolutely stunning. And, yeah, it's a good time. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I have announcements here unless you want to tell us more about the No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no that's, okay. that's it for me. <laughs> okay, great. Welcome 2022 with Sangha at our first ever virtual New Year's retreat, December 31st through January 2nd. The retreat will offer group sessions, yoga, and meditation. Since there is no limit on the number of retreatants, guidance with you, Sherry, will be offered by lottery. Yes. 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 Very exciting. Yes, very exciting. Conditioned mind works overtime to stop us from keeping commitments, no matter how big or small they are. The Keeping Commitments Buddy Program, starting January 15th, pairs participants with a buddy for accountability and support in practicing with our commitments. And Reflective Listening Buddies is a powerful support for practicing awareness, requiring us to show up and be present every week for 30 minutes. This popular program begins a new quarter, January 15th. It's kind of a theme here, isn't it, Michael? We need support for showing up. (laughs) Showing up is what we have to do if we want to end suffering. And it's really, really, really hard to do. So we need a lot of support for doing that. Yes, a lot of support and uh, practice opportunities. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, once I show up, once I sign up for RLD, then I'm obligated in the best way possible to (laughs) show up for those calls. Yeah, yeah. For you and for somebody else. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is always inspiring. Right? It's the old, we'll do for the love of others. So every time we have one of those that we can show up, and it's not just for me, it's for somebody else, somebody else, then uh, it's just, it just, uh, it it, it gets stronger. We're we're, we're more committed, and it's harder and harder for the voices to convince us that we're doing something wrong. Mm. Yes, yes, definitely. And for these and other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. And I think, oh, let me do the reminders. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Sherry today, you can press star six and then one to make gas show and get in the queue. And the conversation on one topic, please, in about five minutes is great. Mm-hmm. I think that covers us, Sherry. I think so. I think we're good. Okay, here we go. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Good evening, Michael and Sherry. This is Anne. Actually, I'm calling from Chicago, normally from the Bay Area. Happy solstice. Hi, Anne. Happy solstice to you. I'm just so thrilled to be. Oh, I'm just thrilled to be on. I'm I'm just um, I, I'm mi- really missing the um, yearly retreat, and I am so grateful we're having a New Year's retreat because um, I just you know that was something I did every year for decades, and it's I'm just so grateful. And um, anyway, I had an experience I wanted to call in and share because it was uh, I'm going to say wonderful, which I, going through it it was not. So I got. I got really, really identified. My old karma kicked in and I was, you know, I immediately went to the cushion and I watched, I mean, I was so caught in conditioned mind. It was, but I was watching it. I was going to say it was scary, but I was aware that it was happening. So I meditated mm-hmm. I, and then I did an hour and a half of yoga 
and I was miraculously able to disidentify and I was on a reflective listening buddy call yesterday and I heard myself saying something that you have said many times but I've I've actually now had the experience of it and I actually said to my buddy you know if you've never had the experience of this it would sound crazy but it was that in the middle of it I desperately wanted a solution and when I disidentified I realized there never was any problem so there is no solution because it doesn't exist. <laughs> Isn't that the best? I mean, that, yeah, I mean, it's just like, wow. And, and any time my mind, my, I watch my mind go to that, you know, the quality of our life is determined by the focus of our attention, Sherry. You might not have heard that before. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, well, actually I read that somewhere, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when I watch my mind go to it, I... It's just that simple movement of going into, even to think about it, is identification and there's a desperation for a solution. But if I'm just breathing, I'm here, I'm present, it doesn't exist, there is no problem, and it's like an imaginary problem. It's it's a no-win situation because in identification, there is no resolution, if that makes any sense. Oh, well, it makes, well, I... You know, Anne, it makes sense as soon as it makes sense. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I'm sure you've, you know, you've been around as I've had conversations with people and other, mm-hmm. other people facilitating practice have had conversations with people who are absolutely convinced that my problems are real. Yeah. And I am suffering because that is the only option. And if you yeah. had these problems, you would be suffering too. Now, of course, it, when that's, we want to be a little delicate about suggesting that, yeah. no, actually, you don't have any problems. Uh, because the, the thing that you, you've seen so clearly about this is when you think about it, you do have the problem. Yeah. As soon as you turn attention away from it, you don't have the problem. So it gets really tricky for people because, of course, if you say, well, actually, you know, that problem is just in your mind. They look yeah. at the problem. They look at the mind, right, through the mind, at the mind. There's the problem. It's as real as the nose on your face, right? And so yeah. the, the, we do have to kind of sneak up on it the way you're describing uh, be, because it'll be the result of something other than trying to figure that out in order to have the experience, Right? We have right. to just be practicing along, and as you describe, something happens, and you're practicing, and you see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I said to my buddy, I said, you know, if, if, if I said this, if somebody said this to me when I was totally identified and didn't have this experience, I'd want to strangle them. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it, it feels cruel, rude. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like either you're stupid or you you are hateful. There's something wrong with you. I, these problems are real. Yeah. And then, as as you say, we we slip through that invisible <laughs> barrier, um, and we realize, no, actually, now that's not to say situations don't exist. You know, yes. if a person suddenly loses their job or they have a medical emergency and, and they're in danger of losing their home, which happens to a lot of people, um, that, that's a very real situation. We're not saying the situation isn't real. What we're saying is the problem isn't real. And, and the, of course, again, it's just such a tricky place to see. So if ego can get me focused on what a problem this is, then I'm in a conversation with it about how awful things are. If I've disidentified and I realize that I have this situation and I'm present, all kinds of op- options are going to occur to me, all kinds of things that I could actually engage in, participate with, that could make a difference. And those are not going to be available as long as I'm with ego over here in problem land. Well, what I just saw when you said that, Sherry, is 
those options that are available to me are available to me because they're not solutions that quote unquote solutions to a quote unquote problem. They're That's right. choices available in this moment. That's right. Based on the situation that I'm having. Yes. Right? Well, yeah. yeah, it made me think of that Einstein quote, you can't solve a problem with the same mind, the, the mind that created it. But I mean, we could almost That's say, it. you can't solve a problem with a mind. <laughs> well, yes, because the mind is always what's creating the problem. Yeah. And, well, and we suspect that he had, in fact, caught on to this very same thing, huh? Yeah, well, yes. And, and, and where, where it left me was, I mean, profound and extreme gratitude for this practice and for the ability to go to that, to know, okay, what I, I am so identified, I need, I need to go, I need to pick up, I need, well, pick up, I need to put down my butt on a cushion. I mean, just to go through that process and, and be yes. able to be free of it because I use these tools that have been given to me. I yes. mean, the profound gratitude, I mean, it's not even possible yes. to express it, you know? Right, in, in both directions, right? For the practice, for the fact that, People have always done this practice and have passed it along to us. And then to the practitioner, for yeah. the practitioner who, who avails, in this case, herself of it. Yeah. Right? Because that's, that's, the, that's the combination. You know, all of the tools to be free in the world uh, don't do me any good if I'm not going to use them. And again, yeah. that's that place of, well, it does feel, at least for me, and I bet for you, it feels miraculous. Um, oh, yeah. The, the staying with it in spite of every uh, one of Ego's shenanigans trying to get us to quit, to stay with it, to stay with it, to stay with it until the tools are more real to us than what Ego is doing. So that in the yeah. way you describe, I get completely identified and the, the awareness of that is what I'm aware of. Yes. I, I'm no longer lost in it such that I just have to act out of it and be miserable. I know it's there. I know it's going on. I'm aware of it. I'm also aware that I have tools that will get me out of this. And I say yes to using those tools. I use them and I get out of it. That's just... Yeah, and you know, Sherry, it doesn't even feel like I get out of it. It feels like what I have stayed with what has arisen, and it falls away. Yes. Yeah. It's it's one of those poof moment, moments, right? Yes. It's yeah. Just, it was there, and then it's gone. Yeah. Right? And that what happened? So, what's so um, unbelievable about it is um, – how real it is when it's there, you know, that I have these beliefs and this is really, really true and this is really, you know, and then poof. And, and that's just amazing to me. Well, it is, Anne, and the, the way, of course, that we've talked about it for a very long time is the light room and the dark room. Yes, yeah. And, yeah. and the fact that it, it again, it, that's what makes what you're describing so extraordinary. Because forever... You're in the light room, and if somebody tried to talk to you about problems and suffering, you know, it's, well, yeah, but that's, you don't need to do that. That's not necessary. I mean, I'm, look how happy I am, right? And then you fall into a pit, <laughs> you're yeah. in the dark room, yeah. Yeah. and if somebody says, you, you don't need to be experiencing this, again, they, they would be perceived as being an awful, cruel, hateful, stupid person. Right, because this is my life, and it's always been this way, and I'm suffering, and it's horrible, right? And so that that process of being in one um, state, if you will, and having no ability to experience anything other than that—that's that's kind of what keeps suffering in place for yeah. most people for forever, actually, right? And so to realize, to, to practice enough that you are essentially in the dark room, or you, you would have been, certainly mm -hmm. in the past, and to recognize, oh, that's the dark room. Yeah. Oh, I don't need to do that. I know where the light switch is. It's called a meditation cushion. I'm going to go sit on that switch, right? 
And, yeah. uh, and of course, for many people, there's the element of recording and listening, yeah. you know, walking outside, being in nature, turning attention to the breath, as you said, you know, an hour and a half of yoga. And of course, an hour and a half of yoga, if you're, or sitting on the cushion, yeah. if you're just in a conversation with ego, you're going to be more miserable when you get up, when you finish, than when you That's started. True. So it's that whole combination of being mm. able to redirect the attention. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, just, just a big wow, wow. Mm-hmm. And I love what it you is. said about all these practice tools because we need the support. That It's just like oh. exercise. You don't get to a point where, okay, I, I'm done with exercise. I never need to exercise my body again. It's I want to exercise. I want to practice awareness because that takes care of this being, and I want to do it That's right. for as long as I live. That's right, and I don't want to suffer. And there's mm-hmm. nothing... There's nothing uh, Indulging ego doesn't make me feel special or important or uh, unique or anything else. I know what it is. It's suffering. I know what happiness is. I choose happiness. And I will do what is required (laughs) to make sure that Mm. happiness is my life experience, right? Which is using the tools, practicing, staying with it. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Thank, yes. Amen. And well, thank have you. fun in the beautiful city of Chicago, <laughs> and we'll see you uh, on the New Year's retreat. Good Lord willing. Yes. 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 Go happy. Thank All you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Anne. Bye. Thanks for joining us, Anne. And I love that conversation, Sherry. And I love that topic. And two things dropped in. One is I heard you saying it may have been directly to me that. If there's no solution, then maybe there's not really a problem there in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because if it's a problem, if it's actually a problem, there has to be a solution. If it's a real situation, you know, the light bulb has blown out. That is, (laughs) I'm in the dark. That is a real situation. I need a new light bulb. Yes. Okay. Is yes. it a problem? No. No. And that's the, that's the secret, right? It's that uh, ego wants to identify s- situations as problems. Mm. Yes. Yeah? yeah? Because then we're going to be stuck there forever. Yes. Yes. And the second thing that I, I love you sharing is that when I'm identified, it's good to remember that it's possible not to be identified. Yes. And yes. when I'm not identified, it's good to remember that it's possible to be identified, which is what you were just yes. pointing out, light room and the dark room. That's exactly, that is exactly it. Yeah. And to hold those in, in the front of conscious awareness. You know, Michael, for ourselves and for everybody else. Yes. Right? We can get so upset with people when they get identified, well, why? <laughs> you know, why would we want to do that when we know that that's just, that's just what happens? That's just how, how life unfolds. And it's, yeah. it's all that, pro- that same process of keeping in the front of awareness that we all get identified and that it is possible to disidentify. And that disidentification is a process. And we want to be practicing it all the time, in the good times as well as the difficult times. We always want to be disidentified from ego because being a happy ego is actually not any better deal than being an unhappy ego. Mm. Yes. Yes, exactly so. (laughs) Wonderful. And Sherry, we're going to break for a good news update, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. All right. All right, Jen, turning it over to you for a good news update. Excellent. Thanks, Michael. Welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I am so pleased to be joined this afternoon by Tony, who is here to speak with us about her participation in an extraordinary project that has just come to culmination with the work in Africa. Welcome, Tony. Thank you, Jen. This is a moment. And I want to tell you, Tony, that it's even a, a bigger perfect synchronicity than I, I could have ever planned, which is the background is that 
and for folks who haven't read the newsletter yet, please go do that. Read the Africa Corner article because that will give you a little more context. But some many years ago now, actually, we decided that we wanted to have books in Cantalomba that more closely represented the, the actual lives of the students there because, you know, you just don't find books that show the kinds of lives they have and kids who look like them and all those things. So we set about looking for the books, could not find them. So then we decided, well, good, we'll write them, <laughs> which was easy to say and not as easy to, to do. And it has been the most extraordinary journey. And I don't know, Tony, what I mean, probably at least a year and a half ago, probably even way more than that, that you and I started to talk about the possibility of you illustrating the books. Is that right? Yes. A couple years ago? Yes. Something like that. Yes. Yeah. So the yes. synchronicity that I will tell you as we get started is that Teresa today went to the printer and picked up 1,100 copies of Playtime in Cantalomba, which has on its gorgeous cover in big letters, written by Teresa Capenda, illustrated by Tony Carlucci. And it is, she's over the moon. <laughs> she wrote, oh. she said, I cannot stop admiring them. She said, I can't stop admiring them. <laughs> Oh. And she said, Tony, I will tell you, I thought she phrased it so beautifully. She said, um, let me read it, thanks to everyone who made this become a reality. And that, mm. that's it, right? All of these months and even years now that work has gone into this, and today it's become a reality. And so yeah. talk a little bit about what, what you've seen as you've um, participated in this. Well, I would love to, and I'm going to try not to cry. <laughs> so, oh, crying is allowed, <laughs> definitely. It really, I mean, for me, it was such an, as you use the word extraordinary, it, for me as well, it was just, from the beginning, it was extraordinary in so many ways. And one was because, I mean, not to go into my complete history, but even as a child, I had this this image, oh, I'd like to illustrate a book. And then I put that dream away. I put it just far, far away. And I tried a little bit as an adult, and I put it away. It's like, it's too hard. I can't do this. And then, you know, you and I talked actually a while back about doing it, and then it looked like it wasn't going to happen. But, but I kept trying anyway. And I'm not super experienced at watercolor, but I kept trying. And I repeatedly went through this process of excitement, and then a lot of self-hate would come in. Oh, that's so ugly. Oh, that's so awful. And then I would go into this really despair and discouragement to the point of quitting. And then some, and this before, before actually doing the illustrations, I just kept going through that process and something would get me excited again and I would start up again and then, then self-hate would come in. And again, despair, discouragement. I mean, it was, and it was really pretty really mean and I'd be crying and and so then when we start this most recent when you wrote and shared the book and and asked if I wanted to do it and I, I said yes because that's what we do <laughs> we say yes exactly. yeah. we, and that's so key isn't it Tony because what conditioning has conditioned you to is to say, no way, because look how hard it is. Look what torture it is. But luckily, that practice kicked in, and you said yes, because that's what we do. We say yes. Yes. And, and even though I, like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't, I'm not that good at watercolor. I don't know if I can paint people. It's really hard, <laughs> you know. Yep. I, so, yeah. I, you know, there was no guarantee I could do it. <laughs> um. But, but I knew I knew my heart wanted more than anything to be able to do this. It was a strong. My heart wants to do this, and and it just because you know I love the project. I, I really love this project and love this. And I will say we're talking about practice What? really helped. I did commitment buddies every quarter. This was my primary goal, is to you know, develop watercolor skills. And, and I did it. I worked on it every single day. Every day. I did not miss a day. Some days just five minutes. 
Some days was 15 minutes. Some days was, you know, three hours. But that was key for me is not going a day without working on it. I mean, it's just everything about it is so unbelievably inspiring. And I will tell you that one thing we're going to do is we're working on getting a, a good PDF copy of the book so that Sangha will be able to see it because people are not going to be able to believe it. I mean, I'm so grateful that you're walking us through this process that you went through because when, you, when people look at those illustrations, they're going to think, oh, that was easy for her. Obviously, she just knows how she's a really good watercolor. I mean, obviously. <laughs> they're not going to. You'd never have any idea that someone had gone through that learning curve and gone up against that level of, of self-hatred mm-hmm. and all of that because it's truly extraordinary what came through. And it's just unbelievably inspiring, Tony, to hear you because that is the, the process of transformation right there, isn't it? Everything it was. Everything it was. Did. It was. That's what, for me, was just an incredible gift of being able to, I don't know, not, maybe not permanently, but at least for now, have transcended that, super hateful process. Yeah. Yeah. Tony? Oh, yeah. Tony, you're breaking up for me a little bit. Oh, sorry. Let me... Uh, I have to open the window and... <laughs> How's that? Okay. <laughs> that, I think that's better. Yep. Uh, well, the other thing that I did that I found so helpful, I because I was getting desperate, because I was not going to write and say, Jen, I'm sorry, I can't do it. That was not an option. So I started recording, like, the entire time I worked. I just put the recorder on and just just talk. Like, okay, well, what, what should I do over here? Well, what color here? And how am I going to do this? And, and just started doing that, like, the whole entire time. And I think that helped keep self-hate out of the process. I mean, talk about you will do for the love of others, right? Because that place of, I mean, I know you've talked about it for years, how much you care about this project and all these kids, right? And just, no, I'm I'm not doing it is not an option. So it's one of those amazing places, the wisdom of no escape, where you're forced to turn to practice in every single moment. And it sounds like turning on that recorder was essentially doing it with the mentor, because you aren't going to survive doing it with no help, with doing it with self hate. That that's just I mean you aren't going to survive it. Right. And so turning to the mentor, turning to that wisdom, love, and compassion to do it with that instead. Wow. Yes, it was it was great because I would you know as I said I'm not super experienced and so solutions or not maybe solutions we were talking about solutions before but uh ideas possibilities well try this what about this exactly yes exactly and it really does i was actually thinking about that in that conversation that um sherry and ann were having because that's exactly it conditioning would make it into a problem right i mean i don't know how to do this it's too many illustrations i mean that's the thing that i kept thinking of my god how many watercolors can one person do (laughs) you know this right it's just a big problem but instead it's not sitting with that love that deep deep love and the process just happens and in that process there's extraordinary transformation for each person involved and then out comes this beautiful book that now 1,000 children who have never in their life owned a book, Mm -hmm. never, ever, ever held a book in their hand that they are going to take home to their house. And it's a book that has pictures of kids who look like them. And all the scenery is what their, their neighborhood looks like. And the content of it is what happens in their lives. I mean, that is a gift that the ripples of that are going to literally be out there forever. Yeah, I love that. It's just so beautiful to for them to have it. But with the the ant hill and the the roosters and the, you know the clay and the things that are their world, their beautiful world. Yeah, and I I do see that we've got to turn the show back over to Sherry and Michael. But but Tony, thank you for saying that because that was another piece that was I thought so beautiful is 
you know, you researched, right? And you would ask me questions. Okay, so does, is this an anthill like you would see in Cantalomba? And, you know, is there a photo that shows it? What, what would the reed mat look like that they, you know, all of that was so carefully and beautifully done so that it truly would depict how it actually looks in their lives. And I just, I so love that. And I truly, in the article, in the newsletter article, there is one photo of one of the illustrations. But I absolutely promise to people that we are going to get the PDF of the book out so that everyone can, first of all, read the story that Teresa wrote. Again, Teresa had a whole thing around it, right? She's not an author. Yes. I, how can I write a children, right? But she did that. So they can read the story and then see the absolutely beautiful illustrations. It's just, it's such a gift, Tony. Well, thank you. Thanks for all your help and all your answering all my questions and your patience through this process. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's such a huge gratitude all the way around. So thank you for bringing your extraordinary talents and attention and love and care to this project. It's deeply, deeply appreciated. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Tony. And thanks for being with us today to talk about it. Take good care. It's my pleasure. And Michael, we'll turn the show back over to you and Sherry. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, Tony. And welcome back to Open Air. And Sherry, uh, two things about that. I'm going to need some more Kleenex. <laughs> and uh, I cannot wait to see the PDF. So that's amazing. Yes, yes. So they, they actually don't need to turn it over to us, do they? Could, couldn't we just go on with that for at least another half an hour. That's just, yes. oh my gosh. And you know, Michael, I, and I know you know this, but I, I want to I I say this anyway. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe everybody's got something in their life that they've, you know, that has been this sort of process for them. But yes. there, so there's, there's Teresa Capenda. You know, Jen says, you know, she's never... Uh, written a children's book before, um, and no, no, she hasn't. And that it's just one in a huge long list of things that she has done that she would have never thought that that she could do or would do. Um, yes. And and so that accomplishment. But the other accomplishment that that I we often don't see, don't notice, is Jen's. Because for years, yes. <laughs> she had, I mean, years ago, she started talking about what, what, that's, what that's like. For, now, maybe because before she became a monk, she was a, a, you know, a, a teacher, a school teacher, and, and sensitive, therefore, to kids and, and growing up and their education and what, you know, all of that sort of thing. But it's really true. I mean, those, those kids, it, when they get a book, they get these little white kids in cars and buses and at zoos and, you know, on airplanes. And what does it have to do with them, right? And so Jen started talking about that. How, 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 could, we, how could we do that? How could we do that? How could we make that happen? How could, and just slowly chipping away at it, you know, basically year after year after year until uh, somebody, I can't remember if it was Charles, who wrote the, the first little book um, in, uh, in, in Cantalomba for the kids, but there was no real ability to, you know, have it go anywhere. And then along comes this, this possibility that uh, Teresa, who is their whole world, you know, she is to them, I don't, I don't even know what we would compare her to. But, you know, she is just the, she, if they have an image of a goddess, it has to be, it has to be Teresa Capenda. You know, she's just, she's just everything. It, you know, she provides, she cares for, she makes it happen. She's, she's brought about this incredible transformation in their lives. Just possibilities that they, they could have, they literally, they could not have dreamed of. Because they didn't even know that these things existed. I mean, it's so hard for us to imagine living in a world where you can't imagine 
a light switch because you've never been anywhere where a switch turned on a light, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Where you've never had running water or been, right? And she's, so she's orchestrated all of this. And then to bring it all together with Teresa doing this, um, the, writing this book, and, and then Jen and Tony working together to, uh, uh, to have it printed, so that, again, to underline what Jen said, these kids, the idea of having a book of their own, a book of their own that they can take home and, and look at whenever they want to, and it's about them and their world and their lives. Mm. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just almost impossible to grasp the magnitude of it. Mm. Wow. Wow. It's just, it's just, it just, yeah, talk about need more hankies. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and the, it, again, because of Jen and, and the longevity of her commitment to this community, um, you know, knowing the, the people at the friary who would print the book and being able to, now there's the technology, being able to um, work on that from here and work with them. And, oh, it's just, it, the whole thing is just, it's such, it's such a holiday gift. Mm. Yeah, it's an enormous holiday gift. And uh, to me, as you're talking, what drops in is that it's practice. It's how practice Yes. Yes. It, yes. It's an insight and then staying with it yes. and not giving up. It's Tony, you know, every day, every day, in spite of what the voices are saying, staying with it because this is something I love. This is something that's important. I, I, it doesn't matter what I have to go through. And, of course, that's been Jen in this project right from day one, from the first uh, you know, asking Teresa, what would, you, what would you do if you could do anything for this community? And, and here we are, this n- number of years later, being able to provide a Christmas gift of their very own book to mm. over a thousand people. Mm. Now, of course, the wonderful part about that, you know, if we were trying to do that in the United States, you know, we couldn't do enough fundraising to make that happen. But it's shockingly, horrifyingly affordable there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's more that somebody cared enough to make it happen. That, yeah. That's the thing, that somebody said, oh, no, children deserve to see themselves reflected, not mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff that they can't relate to at all, but to see themselves. Yes. Mm. Wow. And now, now of course, I, I, I mean, I know, and this has been Jen's ambition, or I don't know if we could say ambition, but kind of in the back, back of her mind, I know, forever, is to make, make this a thing. Because, you know, Africa is full of communities like Cantalomba, uh, where children are in the, same, in the same place. And so could those could books be made more available to more children? Why mm. not? Everything starts somewhere. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. It's fun, huh? It's it's very fun. It's great. It's great. Yeah. And I think we're ready for our next caller. All right. Here we go. Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Hello, this is Pasha from San Francisco. Hello, Pasha. What an exciting day to hear that good news about the book, to hear about the New Year uh, retreat. It's, it's, um, and, and to hear that um, uh, first caller uh, discussion about, uh, and every time I hear, it's like, oh, yeah, me too. This is so exciting. <laughs> I, it I feel is, like, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's um, 
it's it's very uh, touching very uh, you know participating and uh, even we are still in this um, pandemic I feel like um, we are so more connected and having that um, New Year retreat it's going to be such a reunion um, I feel uh, like um, so this is great and, and um, yeah and also uh, back to the uh, previous conversation uh, I had this uh, insight uh, well not, not, I'm not sure if it's insight it's like I saw that um, I can when I'm identified in situations I can see a bigger picture and I see and and to know that this is not all of it. I'm I'm just in a slice uh, of experience, uh-huh. and I've uh-huh. seen the whole I've seen the whole pie, and I attributed that to um, maybe getting older and being a few times uh, around the block, and maybe it's practice uh, um, being also in um, kind of uh, in a different situation and having the awareness that um, this is um, this is a light room this is a dark room this is the switch and this is me walking to turn on the switch so I'm I'm deeply grateful for practice and all um, all those life experiences and now it kind of like makes much more sense. Yes, I I, I think about <laughs> about that a lot because you you think you've been around the block a few times, uh, and and you know the the I will often say to people when I have a chance, you know I I'm I'm delighted to be the age that I am now. I'm delighted especially to be the age that I am now in this pandemic. I'm delighted to be where I am in awareness practice at, at this time. There is, there is nothing that I would go back to because uh, I would not want to give up, to lose a single uh, perspective that, that has mm. come with all of this experience, with all of this practice, with all these years, right? Uh, now, of yeah. course, if I could have all of this and be 25, then <laughs> sure, okay, <laughs> right? We, we, mm-hmm. we might make an agreement like that. Um, but mm-hmm. to, to uh, yeah, it, to, it's, it's an extraordinary uh, thing to realize the, the, the benefits. That's it, isn't it? That so, so much of the time with practice, people are talking about the struggle with practice. You know, how hard it is to do it, to, to find the willingness to do it, to keep falling into holes, to uh, not be able to end suffering, to suffer with self-hatred, and, and to practice long enough that there is more awareness of the transformation than there is mm. of any difficulty. Yes, yes. Um, difficulties are... Uh come and go the transformation uh, it's keep it keeps going and um and i had the experience uh with um uh, other friends and 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 people where where uh we talked about uh, you know we've been through um like even through the uh, process map We've been on this cycle several times, and here I'm with my friend with whom I've been in your process map several times, and we've been through that together. And we start to see, uh, even together, like we've been uh, friends for many, many years, and um, we start to see uh, processes that we go both, and my process map, and uh, their process map that um, we're aware of the whole map and we are helping each other to to see where we are and to see that yes. um, bigger perspective 
that yes. this is just a, a card on a, on a map. This is not yeah. the, oh my God, tragedy, a problem, or whatever ego tries to portray. Yeah, and you can see when you're through practicing the way you're describing, and whether it's you know one person or it's Sangha, um, we can see that there's nothing wrong with what the person is experiencing, right? That it's, yeah. it, it's all a process, and it's a process of awakening. It's a process of ending suffering. It's how it happens. We have to see these things. We have to get into these situations, have these difficulties, learn to stay present through them, and get to the other side and be free of them. None of it is a mistake. Yes, yes. And that appreciation comes uh, from um, being uh, on this loop several times and seeing it yes. multiple times and understanding um, a bigger picture and, and knowing, yeah, uh, and I'm right now on this uh, square number six uh, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on from it. That's not... Uh, yeah the end of yeah. the uh, game and even it feels uh, hard and difficult right now uh, I understand it's it's a journey and we are still together and you know we've been here before and we can do it and we keep going and we don't want to be stuck on one square um, right. so and it's yeah. it's a game and then we start to enjoy the game um, yes. not just uh, yes the tragedy of one square. Yes, yes. In fact, just, Pasha, that, that awareness, the way you describe it, um, oh, yeah, here I am on square six again. And, and there's a realization in that acknowledgement that, but I'm really not. I'm in a very, very different place because I know mm. this is square six. I, and now... Instead of being stuck in an ego story, I'm watching how it feels in my body. I'm watching the emotions. I'm watching the kind of the ebb and flow of energy. I'm, I'm watching what mind is trying to do and the stories that it spins. Yeah, yeah, I'm, we're here. But it's a very different experience of uh, being here with all of this than it was when I was completely identified with it. Yes, yes, and it feels uh, uh, much kinder and um, yeah. Um, yeah. like I'm 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 in love with life. I'm held by la by life. I'm um, I'm loving life. I I am being that uh, I can play a role of the mentor for the one who is having uh, whatever experience they're having. Even even it might be um, you know uh, that good that they would feel like they would be lost in that good experience and forget that like oh we have a meditation schedule Um, I can be that mentor that would um, help them remind and bring them back. Yeah, and with that, Pasha, I know that this is your experience. It's not just that you love life. Right? So much of the kindness is realizing that life loves you. Yes. I, nothing I'm that's in happening. Love. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nothing that's happening is a, a punishment or a, the result of a mistake or any, anything like that. It's just all uh, assistance in getting through the stuck places so that we can experience the freedom. Mm. Yes, yes. So, right. thank you so much. Thank Pasha. you, Pasha. Go happy. Go happy. Thanks for joining us, Pasha. And that was another beautiful conversation, Sherry. Just lovely. Life and practice, huh? What a mm. combo. Great combo. And we have another caller here. All right. 
Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry. Hi, Michael. It's Renee in Oregon. Hey, Renee. Hey, Renee. Hi. What's going on? Oh, gosh, what a great call. Thank, thank you for all of it. Um, mm. Yeah, the watercolor book sounds amazing. That's awesome. I know. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I've just I've had so many huge practice successes lately and um there's a lot of change in my life right now, a lot of things going on that would be labeled by conditioning not to be very good things. And um I have been recording and listening um a lot with um with the acceptance class and just other practice opportunities that I've been taking advantage of. And um, it's just every time I record, um, it's just usually the same answer, that ego is the only thing that's the problem. And, <laughs> and it's yeah. just like, it just is astounding to me that that happens. Like, so there's one piece of content and then I record about it and it's like, oh, there's really not a problem other than ego. The only thing I'm afraid of, like we talked about before, is ego and self-hatred and, you know, what it's going to say to me or what it might do to me, you know, or mm-hmm. or I might not stick with myself through it, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's nothing else really going on, like, because it's usually like projecting into the future or into the past or, you know talking to me about something that I didn't do right or did wrong or I'm not going to do it right or something bad's going to happen. I'm going to do something wrong or, and it's, and so these recordings, like every time I do it, I just get right back in touch with the mentor, like immediately. Yeah. And I, I was struggling when you said that about the answer is always the same answer uh, because yeah. what's, what's so uh, to me, astounding, fun, whatever, how we want to describe it is, it's always such a surprise. Right. Right? I mean, as, as soon as we hear it, we go, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But in, right until that moment when we see it, we yeah. don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, like self-hate, you know, one, yeah. self-hate yeah, right. would want to come in and say, well, how stupid are you? You know, it's always the same answer. How come you don't know it? But nah. <laughs> no, that's yeah. not it. Because because we are uh, we are solving different, uh, resolving different issues every time, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes. so yes. it's like if we're if we're doing endless math problems, and they it the 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 solution is always the same. The answer is always the same. But when you're looking at the, the issue, there's just no way you can believe that, that it's going to come to that. It just seems right. impossible. And then when it is, you know, we just go, huh. <laughs> yeah. How does that right. happen? Because I was like, so I was recording, okay, what am I afraid of? Like, I was recording that, and it's like I was going through these things, like, okay, well, I might, not, I might make a financial mistake. I might... You know, and then I, and then it just kind of dropped in. Wait a minute, I'm not really afraid of all those things because that uh-huh. that probably aren't really going to happen. And if they did, I'd be okay anyway. It was just uh-huh. ego that was the problem. Like it, like I was actually yeah. trying to start out with what are really the problems? You know, like content uh-huh. problems. Yeah. And then it just yeah, dropped yeah. in. Like, wait a minute, I'm not afraid of those things. Yeah. I'm afraid of yeah. what. I'm going to get beaten up with or or yes. that I'm going to abandon myself or something, you know, go with ego or, but yeah, it really, right. go really isn't any real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Go with ego. That yeah. kind of covers it, doesn't it? Let it beat yeah, me up. Believe yeah. what it says. Feel bad. All of those things that happen when I go with ego. But that, it, Renee, that is an extraordinary point. That I, I'm not afraid, I'm not actually afraid of what ego is threatening me with. You know, so, right. so, you, so you wind up homeless. Okay. <laughs> you know, you're right. smart, you're resourceful, you figure something out, right? 
that's yeah. not yeah. that's not actually what's scary. Yeah. Mm-mm. Wow. Right. And it's the thing you say that there's really nothing there to be afraid of. Like, it's just a lot of threats that are empty, you know. And right, right. So yeah. the voice says, "You made a mistake. That was the wrong thing to do. That was really stupid. You shouldn't have done that." Okay. <laughs> All right. Right. If I can be okay with that, then there's really nothing in the world that I need to worry about because the, there are only two things, right? There's the content of issues and life circumstances, if I'm not afraid of those, and then there's what the mean and hateful things that ego will say to me. If I'm not afraid of that, well, that's a pretty good recipe for freedom. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And... I think the reason, like when you said um, we're kind of shocked that it's always the same thing is because we're so conditioned to believe it. Oh, to like be we're just in it. in it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. We're just yep. believing everything it tells us inside our heads, and we're just... Yes. It, so it creates a reality, it. right? It creates yes. a world for us. And then we, when we give it attention, we inhabit that world. So how yep. could it possibly, how could there be anything other than that world? It's, it's, it's everything, right? And then suddenly we're outside that world. It just collapses. Yep. It's, uh, I guess it's roomy, you know, the veil drops. And yep. we can see, well, that, that never was real. It was just made right. up. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and recording and listening just allows it to drop like that. Like, yes. It just dropped, you know, which, and you're just like, whoa. It, wait a minute. At this, at, at this juncture is when I always say, no wonder people run into so much resistance. Yeah. It's the one, I mean, people would rather sit on a cushion than record and listen. Yeah. And you know, you've been around for long enough to know people would darn near, you know, uh, sell their yes. first child into slavery before they <laughs> meditate, right? And right. and and now meditation. Oh yeah, I can. I, I don't mind. I'll I'll sit on the cushion chair. But recording this, no, I I I, I know. Uh, right, that's <laughs> pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is in that same way, right? Yeah. In the same way we've been talking about. Because until I realize that is just an ego scam. Well, there's, so people, you'll hear people in, in practice say, you know, the voices won't let me, which is an extraordinary statement. But yeah, when you're it? in that place, you really believe that that's true. They you really do. The voices yeah. won't let me. Yeah. And then you, you step yeah. back from it and go, wait a minute, pick up the recorder, push, record, and talk, and then listen yep. to it? Come on, I can do that. Yeah, and and until it's like I'm right there believing everything it says until I start recording. Yeah. And he, and listening and then sometimes I don't even have to listen. I'm in the middle of like 30 seconds into recording and I'm like, "Oh. There's got it. I see it. I see it. I already see it." Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's because just, you know, uh, just for yeah. for people to know, Renee, the there's a reason for that, right? And it's the, whole, it's the whole point. You have turned your attention away from ego and maintaining its mm-hmm. full reality. You, you're here now. You, you had to turn your attention away from that to hear in order for it to occur to you <laughs> to record and listen. And by the time you pick up that recorder, you, you are already here and disidentified. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, so good. Just record and listen. That's all I'm doing. Like for anything, yeah. whatever it is. Yep. Yeah. It's all we need. You want a best friend? You want somebody who loves you unconditionally? You want wisdom, love, and compassion? Throw in the wisdom. You know, you could have mm-hmm. somebody who just yeah. goes, "Oh, Renee, you're so wonderful. You're so wonderful." But then let's add wisdom. Okay. So yeah. that uh, right that that gets us out of that. Uh, dark room and brings us into the light room and 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 lets mm-hmm. us know what we authentically are. All of that's available, right? With the flip right. of a switch. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So good. Exactly. All right. Well, awesome. thank you, my dear. Thank you.
Have a good night. All right. You too. Go happy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Renee. And that's my prompt to pick up my recorder, Sherry, right after the show. Boy, howdy. (laughs) I mean, you want to... You want to have a relationship with an unconditionally loving, super intelligent, kind, brilliant uh, presence. Pick up that recorder. Mm. Yes, yes, fabulous, fabulous. Yeah, thank you, Michael. So thank you, Sherry. Thank you, everyone. Go happy. Go happy. <laughs>